is essentially they're setting the stage, if history repeats itself, setting the stage to implement this continuity of government directive. They're going to purge the military of extremists, and then they're going to weaponize the military, of course, uh, to go get us extremists. Now, what's most important, and we'll talk about this on the other side of the break, I then went and tried to determine what their definition of extremism was. And guess where they redefined it? After, of course, January 6th, a, an extremist is essentially anybody that waves an American flag, a don't tread on me flag, sings the national anthem, so on and so forth. Yes, different elements of the federal government in the last 60 years have tried to have the military encroach on domestic operations. Yes, they've tried Rex 84 and Garden Plot and Cable Splicer. And yes, Obama said he wanted a domestic security force. It's as big and it's as strong as our military. But now we see troops around the Capitol. Now we see the main threat being American extremists. Now we hear they want to ban our guns. It's now all out in the open. But what will be the pretext of that? So. Last Friday, I saw news articles about a bill of an amendment to the National Defense Authorization Act, the big defense spending bill, introduced by Adam Schiff. And I just went off the articles. I didn't read the bill yet, saying, oh, they don't want the government to have oversight. They don't want Congress to have oversight. And the president becomes a dictator, whoever the president is. And yeah, the courts won't have any effect either. And then I read the bill this weekend. And page three, it says, and I'll show it to you, domestic extremism. And then it links to U.S. code dealing with not just military personnel, but the American people and military tribunals. And then it lets the military rape people and not have due process. I mean, it is scary as hell. It's got purged the military information, you name it. So Pete Santilli is a former Marine. He was involved uh, in Rex 84 and Gardens Plot and Cable Splicer and all the rest of it. And he's been a talk shows for a long time. He's done a great job analyzing the police state. Also been a political prisoner. They had a release from jail uh, for everything that happened with the Bundys uh, in Oregon and obviously uh, yeah, there in Nevada as well. And so I was talking to him last night this morning about the subsections. I was going through them too. And you read one thing and the media is like, oh, they don't want congressional oversight about the military at January 6th. That's only part of it. Or they don't want oversight about this or that. No, it just gives them carte blanche. This is martial law. When they say the president is in charge of the military domestically with no congressional oversight, there's supposed to be congressional oversight if the president launches a war. It's supposed to be a declaration of war, not just an authorization of force. But now they're saying domestically, no debate, no discussion. That is martial law. That is taking the safety off on the gun to our head. It's H.R. 4350, an amendment that the Democratic Party leadership is pushing. And Pete Santilli in the next 45 minutes is going to go over all of this bombshell martial law plan announced to install Biden as a dictator and use the U.S. military against Americans to suspend congressional oversight. And again, I get a lot of comments on InfoWars and Man Up Video saying, well, he's a puppet. Uh, well, that's the whole point. It's not just Biden. It's, it's any president. This will be law. And then the globalists will control that puppet. It'll probably be Gavin Newsom. So to lay it out in the next 45 minutes is Pete Santilli, talk show host in his own right. Pete, thanks for joining us. Let's roll through this. Look at where we're at today. Everything that they had uh, predicted as to why we needed to prepare as to continuity of government back then, it's called FCD1, um, is happening right here and now 
today. And that's uh, why those of us that have lived it or study it know this. Our battle plans to protect ourselves are now being used against us word for word. That, that's exactly right. Now, uh, let's fast forward. I said we're going to go back and forth here. Let's fast forward to the other day. Uh, the documentary filmmaker, uh, Christopher Emery, was on Owen Schroyer's show. And he had he had mentioned that he saw you and I getting together talking about you know the deep state and many many other things as to the corruption, the experience that I had uh, with uh, with learning about their their operations, their entrapment operations, their uh, social engineering, and uh, uh, basically their joint terrorism task force missions. Uh, and he said, you know, I wanted to come forward. I need to reach out to Pete Santilli because I have, you know, I have information and, and knowledge as to what happened during Oklahoma City. Uh, now. Let, let, let me let me say to you that I'm a long-term listener. You already know this for for decades, for you know 20 plus years. I I had come awake to a lot of things. One of which was you introduced me to the movie A Noble Lie, and in A Noble Lie, it was laid out. If you haven't seen it, everyone needs to go watch Noble Lie. That's your homework assignment, and understand exactly where we are today because the methodology that they employed uh, during Oklahoma City bombing. You can rinse and repeat the same exact strategies that they use to infiltrate organizations. They'll recruit, hire, train, develop white nationalists. They'll they'll supply bomb making material where they were supposed to supply inert material. Let's they'll say plan for an attack on Governor Whitmer's house. They'll launch January sixth. They're running that playbook, but not just to get Bill Clinton reelected with an Oklahoma City bombing in ninety five, which he admitted got him reelected, but to bring in permanent martial law. That, that is uh, that is exactly right. Uh, now, with the Oklahoma City bombing, Chris Emery, when I started talking to him just before you had uh, rolled out what's uh, outlined in 4350, he said, I have basically evidence that uh, not, not that uh, uh, Timothy McVeigh didn't perpetrate the act of blowing up the building, but he wasn't the only person that was involved. And there's plenty of forensic evidence and other evidence that government operators from CIA, FBI, uh, Southern Poverty Law Center as an FBI, uh, they're, they're an arm uh, operating as media uh, of the FBI. They're an intel uh, gathering group. Uh, so this is important as it relates to- Yeah, they're getting ready to run this play, but 50 times bigger right now ahead of the midterms with, with 113 days. And, and you can literally, at, Alex, as you were laying it out uh, yesterday, I'm literally pulling 4350 now. And I did a quick search, and I and I wanted to see the extremist or extremism term. 122 references. Essentially, they're setting the stage. If history repeats itself, setting the stage to implement this continuity of government directive. They're going to purge the military of extremists, and then they're going to weaponize the military, of course, uh, to go get us extremists. Now, what's most important, and we'll talk about this on the other side of the break, I then went and tried to determine what their definition of extremism was. And guess where they redefined it? After, of course, January 6th, a, an extremist is essentially anybody that waves an American flag, a don't tread on me flag, sings the national anthem, so on and so forth. An it extremist is, is an American is the enemy. It's a declaration of war against the American people, and it makes Obama a dictator. So let's cut right to the chase. Most governments fall with military coups throughout history. It's the norm, not the exception. 
and we've had a long train of attempts by the deep state, the executive, to take over. We have a puppet president. We have them demonizing the American people. We have legislation introduced and added as pork barrel to the National Defense Authorization Act that they're trying to pass in the next few months to say the president is in control of the military domestically with no congressional oversight. They try to divert off into sexual harassment cases, stuff like that, but it says domestic military operations. Absolutely unprecedented. Singles out the right-wingers, the right-wing extremists, which, as Pete Santelli said, investigative reporter, is everybody that resists this new world order. So let's start getting into H.R. 4350 and Adam Schiff. Okay. Uh, Adam Schiff, a couple of elements uh, re related to Adam Schiff. If you start digging into uh, the implications of what Schiff called for, essentially, if you look into it, um, they're going to prohibit and I, I, we're going to have to relate back to the no, November 2020 election. If anyone in the military, in cybersecurity, uh, internal whistleblowers uh, to any of their, their crimes uh, uh, behind the scenes, if they provide uh, evidence, gather evidence, uh, that if it's done without permission of the military, uh, that that evidence cannot be used in a court of law, essentially relating back to specifically to uh, the possibility that there were whistleblowers internally that indicated that there was uh, a military and intel operation going on in, in the November 2020 election. So they're trying to prohibit uh, any potential whistleblowers internally. Uh, how are they trying to disconnect us? There's a twofold effort here in this 4350. Not only do they want to purge the military of extremists, they want to disconnect, of course, anyone in the military from anything having to do with the American public. For instance, if you click on, and it specifically references uh, extremism, for instance, if you click on a don't tread on me flag uh, or any, any article that is favorable to the extremist agenda, you're therefore considered an extremist and could be either disciplined or discharged. And this is in the legislation, not just to make the president a dictator, the office of the president beyond Biden, not just to not have oversight, but they specifically say, when you're reading it, that we're going after the extremists and the military is preparing for a war with the people. I mean, it's totally criminal. It's an indictment of them. Why are they so desperate to do this? Uh, because they're operations that they run over and over again, and we cannot deny the fact that these are globalists that have been trying uh, for many, many years. They've set this stage for decades now uh, to set up their one world government, this globalist agenda with the UN. They have the ability right now, if they were to give Joe Biden or any other president the power through this 4350 to indefinitely uh, detain uh, enemy combatants or extremists without due process, uh, they've got tools by which they can round up Trump supporters, uh, that the military will be purged of extremists, of course. They will have their eyesight and, and have no qualms whatsoever in going and getting their political and, opponents. And, and, and by the way, Pete, you and I are both trying to stop violence. We're winning culturally, spiritually, financially. The world's waking up. No, the globalists even admit that. But think about the FBI and the CIA and the military. They're not stupid. Ordering the military out to try something like this would destroy the military and cause a total civil war. They couldn't hold Afghanistan. The Uvalde police couldn't go in and confront one shooter. So the way they're set up, they will get destroyed, which I can see is the Klaus Schwab plan to try to bring this country down. How do we stop this? 
There's, uh, there's not, well, first of all, we need to expose them for who they are and the documentation is there. I mean, A.G. Garland right now, he was put in place as the attorney general having a lot of experience as to how to, how to cover up this operation that we know. That's right. He helped run Oklahoma City and he was involved in Fast and Furious. And he's directly involved in covering up the evidence in, on January 6th. I have whistleblowers right now that are begging to come forward in the legal system uh, to tell uh, uh, in the court of law that they have facial recognition of friendlies or federal government operators that were the majority of the people at the frontline breach. They want to come forward. Uh, nobody in yeah, our I should legal have added, you've been really a great sleuth on this, and you've been communicating with the Republican lawyers, the Trump lawyers. This is all out there. Tucker Carlson started to cover it. Absolutely. Uh, we, we have the ability here in a court of law to expose this through the Bundy Ranch trials. You know, they, they were concerned. So that's about why they don't want any jurisdiction in civilian courts of military operations domestically. So a lot of this is to cover their ass. They're already running military operations illegally. They're already having a purge of the military. But it looks like Congressman and, and Senator Grassley are right. They're saying this is a cover-up of Milley, who admitted to CNN for a month he was really president and overrode Trump. I mean, that, that he said that publicly. It's not debatable. That's exactly right. Now, imagine this. They have a history of entrapping Americans, of uh, uh, creating, you know, <laughs> creating terrorist events. Uh, we, we can name them for, for an hour. They have a history of all that. If they can bring that at through 4350 uh, and giving the president the ultimate powers and the military, of course, uh, the ultimate powers to surveil any potential extremists. As a matter of fact, buried in there, Alex, you may not even know it. Outside of Section 529, they've given the, the GAO, uh, the General Accounting Office, the authority to do and the Treasury to do background researches as to how, quote unquote, extremists are funded. Uh, extremists is basically how they've defined it. Uh, in December of 2021, uh, there was a document uh, that, was, uh, that was titled, uh, I have it here, Report on Countering Extremist Activity Within the Department of Defense. Yeah, that was put out in June where they listed the American people as terrorists and the FBI followed suit a month later saying their main mission is fighting right-wing terrorists. The definition, questioning elections, questioning lockdowns or forced inoculations or open borders. Yeah, this is the MIAC report on steroids. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read uh, an example of what they define uh, as, as an extremist on page 11. You can go right to, right to it knowingly displaying paraphernalia, words or symbols in support of extremist activities, um, uh, knowingly, uh, what, what is it? Uh, oh, tattoos, bumper stickers, whether on or off military installations. Well, 4350 gives the, the GAO and the Intel services the ability to surveil anybody outside of the military uh, that is a potential extremist. And then of course, uh, database them for Roundup as enemy combatants. Now, what are they ultimately headed towards, these globalists? Alex, I'm going to tell you something right now. I have it documented. It was buried in the Clinton archives. Bill Clinton set the stage after they formed the Federal Continuity Directive that in the event of civil unrest or the scenario that we talk about where the military is having to come in and, and gun confiscate, uh, that that would provide for them to turn over our sovereignty to the United Nations peacekeeping forces because of the global instability uh, that, it, that would be created by- and, and Pete, I made police state films at the time and was so unsophisticated, I didn't know I was being given leaks from the military against what Clinton was doing. And then I was bitching at the military 
And finally, they came and visited me, not once but twice. I said, Jones, we're the ones that gave you that. We're against this. Grow up. And I was like, you know, 28 years old, so I didn't understand it all. But but absolutely, that's what's been going on here. So the military's not our enemy. It's the globalists taking control of our military trying to do this right now. We'll come back. All right. Pete Santilli worked in COG in the Marine Corps. I'm a leading expert on this, and he probably knows more than I do. I don't put BSers on this show. For the next two segments, I'm going to try to just turn my mic off uh, and let him talk about this. But he's just like I am, and it's good, but it's also bad. Because the general audience is smart, but they're hearing all this. They're like, what is this about Rex 84 and Garden Splicer and COG and FEMA? Cutting to where they are now, they're actually activating all this. How do we stop it? How do you think they'll try to trigger it? Uh, You've gone over it. I've gone over it. I've never seen such naked admissions of... I mean, just the, the president will have power over the military. No more congressional control. That's the end of posse comitatus. My listeners, I, I love them. They're like, this can't be real. He's an idiot. It, it's not him. It's the president, whoever they put in. Gavin Newsom, you name it. This is dumb. I mean, this is, this is a total indictment of them. And I know it's insane, but it's happening because they know they stole the election. They know there's a political realignment. They know they're in trouble. So let's talk about more of what this legislation does what they may do to trigger it and actually get it into place and how we stop that with legislatures, governors, members of Congress, because they're eating around the edges like, hey, Millie said he was the president. That's a military dictatorship. Well, that's because they didn't control Trump. Well, then now they want to control the president with a new president, with the current president. Explain this to him, Pete Santilli. You know, I'm going to I'm definitely going to explain in the following fashion that for decades they've set up uh, the legal framework by which they can get us to where they are right now. This this effort by the globalists to surrender our sovereignty. This to has been their here. goal the whole time. And the fact that they didn't get there and we've been warning of it means we've been fighting them and stopping them. People are like, well, we've been hearing about this forever. Yeah, now it's here. That's my point. I'm sorry I'm ranting. Go ahead. It's here. That's okay. Uh, but there's been this incremental process by which uh, and these people that are you know, right now, we see Merrick Garland. He has mastered the fine art. And by the way, I could literally say that in a court of law, we could have him prosecuted for his involvement in the cover-up of the Oklahoma City bombing. There's plenty of evidence uh, that, that, that is contained in those archives that shows that Merrick Garland covered up all the details, not necessarily uh, exonerating McVeigh. Now, that's not what we're looking to do because those guys, they're, you know, of course, the evil extremists that, that want to go perpetrate bombings and things like that, we want them to be held accountable. The main thing I want to go after and highlight in in today's uh, episode is that these intel agencies, as in the FBI, uh, they're partners in the intel services, as in the SPLC. Okay, this is important that SPLC. They are usurping Congress's power of the purse and oversight. This is a deep state coup. It is a deep state coup. They've written it right into uh, 4350. Uh, giving the quote unquote the way they and, and it's coded most of these I call them chimpanzees that sign off on 3,200 page bills that they didn't read those are our elected officials they have no idea the work that you've done Alex uh, the work that I, I I've done in a relatively short period of time uh, to to research uh, this bill and what the full implications are Biden uh, essentially is set up right now look I'm going to put on the screen right now P D D 25, okay, uh, will allow uh, by them redefining extremists, of course, 
Uh, it will allow them, PDD-25 will give Joe Biden the opportunity to pick up the phone during civil unrest and say, we've got an, a, uh, 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 a civil unrest concern, you know, a concern of international importance, of course, and call in UN peacekeepers and thereby surrendering and having uh, our military even uh, be subservient to the United Nations peacekeeping forces. And what does it say in PDD? On page, 11, page 26, it says that such operations and actions under the UN Chapter 7 uh, do not require the consent of the state involved or the parties to the conflict. What does that mean? He can go right around Congress, he can bypass all authorities even within the military and take us to a UN peacekeeping authority above and beyond everything. Now, why is January 6th important? Well, because January 6th was used for them to set the pretext to redefine, of course, what an extremist is. They published a report in December of 2021 uh, calling basically half of Americans, if you wave a flag or support President Trump, you are an extremist. Well, now we know that they have been involved. It is documented, it's not a conspiracy theorist from World, World uh, uh, Trade Center. Uh, the first bombing in 1993, they allowed their FBI operatives allowed explosives uh, to make it to the World Trade Center. And that was done by the FBI. They helped facilitate that. Some of the training was done by uh, Department of Interior federal agents. Um, so they know how to bring these extremists to the point to where they're going to cause the chaos and the civil unrest and the pretext by which they're going to pick up the phone and call the UN and call them in. That's what the ultimate goal is. It is very, very well documented. The continuity of government directive also includes, and we've already seen them experimenting with it, with the release of the China virus out of the Wuhan lab. They've already tested continuity of government procedures and communications. There was a point in time where we took our North Northern Command, the top communications officials within the military were bunkered up and isolated and quarantined in Cheyenne Mountain. They've already practiced this continuity of government communication system just with the release of the Wuhan lab. They said that they didn't want to expose them. They're still continuously rotating those military officials in and out of Cheyenne. So everything that they've been doing now for decades, setting up the legal pretext, of course, experimenting with how to perpetrate these, not necessarily, I say a false flag, they're, they're, they're absolutely, well, they're happening, they're false flags. Uh, but the perpetrators of, uh, of these government operated uh, hits upon America uh, to demonize us, of course, like with the Oklahoma City bombing and Waco and Ruby Ridge, uh, is to get us uh, to, to the point to where we're on our knees uh, asking them for a solution. Continuity of government uh, requires that we go to them for food. If you're not prepared, uh, there's a level of preparedness that you must uh, maintain. So it's well, I mean, not that's to it, What you're getting at is COVID was just the training rules for this. Canada's under martial law. Much of Europe's under martial law. Places like Australia are under it. This is all globalist run. They admit it. And for the first time ever, they've got legislation 
to make the president a dictator over the military domestically, and they say the enemy is us. I mean, this is just no other document ever even compares with this. And in the climate of global collapse and the climate of stolen elections and the climate of the midterms and all of this, that's the, what political parties do when they're out of power and want to stay in power. What's happened in thousands of countries, you know, there's hundreds of countries, but it's happened over and over again. What's happened thousands of times in history is now happening to us. It's textbook. Absolutely textbook. Uh, they're already planning. They already have their people in place, A.G. Garland. Uh, and I'm also going to say that Bill Barr is also, as a former CIA agent, he's worked for the CIA. Go look it up. Unless their Wikipedia, Wikipedia on Bill Barr is wrong, he was with the Central Intelligence Agency. Started out there through the uh, Bush, several administrations. His most recent post, uh, prior to becoming attorney general was in fact Kirkland and Ellis, the world's largest law firm. What was he doing there? Well, Kirkland and Ellis was actually responsible for the merger with Dominion Voting Systems uh, and uh, uh, State Street Capital. He had a conflict of interest. He should have recused himself having anything to do with Dominion well, Voting Systems. We'll, we'll come back and get more into the documents with Pete Santilli, but, but here's the bottom line. Yes. You can talk about the facts all day, what they did, what they didn't do. The point is, they're openly saying there's going to be a civil war. They're openly saying they want war with the American people. They're openly saying that right-wingers are about to engage in all this terrorism. It, and now they're saying the president's going to be a dictator and can run military operations domestically against us. What do we do with the governors, the legislatures, good people in Congress, the media, to raise the alarm and point out what's happening? Because they're already admitting in Congress, oh, under this, Milley was a dictator for a month. Exactly. But they don't need a dictator. If the president's their puppet, they'll make him the dictator. So this isn't speculation, folks. This is happening. The question is, how are they going to launch it? There's 350 million people in this country. And statistically, mass shootings only kill a few hundred people a year. Still too many. But NBC is reporting, as well as the Indianapolis Star, Four dead, including suspect after Greenwood Mall shooting in Indiana. A lone gunman with a long gun killed three people before an armed bystander killed him in the Greenwood Park Mall. And they don't want that information known or understood. And that's just more of the information we should be covering. But listen, when I say Pete Santilli's a lot like me, he has all this knowledge. He wants to show you all the facts and back up what he's saying. It's a long history of this, but on a scale of one to 10, the police state announcements being made right now are an 11. So everything the deep states wanted to do, they're now getting through. So forget how they might implement it. It's unconstitutional to say the president is over the military domestically with no congressional authorization. They've got to have congressional authorization in the Constitution for any military operation. So them doing that is trying to let the deep state control the military to do whatever it wants, a blank check. We, we have a little bit of that with the 1947 National Security Act creating the CIA saying no oversight except the Senate. Well, then they start spying on the Senate and, you know, the, 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 the tail wags the dog. So that's really what this is, is the full bureaucracy being above the law. But then with the express, express mission, Adam Schiff says, of war against the American people. It's just the Moby Dick of Wales. I mean, it, it, it is... So over the top when I read the bill that I just, 
I haven't been able to sleep over it. I mean, it sh- it, you can see all the preparation, the global collapse, saying there's going to be domestic terror, all the provocateur operations. It's all building ahead. So, Pete said, let me ask you this, a leading investigative journalist has been covering this for a long time. How do you think we stop this? We're covering it here. Listeners need to get upset about it. They need to share the articles and videos we're putting out. But don't we need Congress to take action, governors, legislatures? What are the processes that our borders totally collapsed, total lawlessness, millions coming across every few months, but they're saying the main threat is people that question election fraud. That tells me they're getting ready to steal the next election in the midterms in 113 days. How do you see them triggering something and how do we counter them? Well, I mean, all of the things that would lead to the ability for Joe Biden to pick up the phone or, or President Trump to even pick up the phone and call for U.N. peacekeeping troops. I don't think President Trump would do that. Explain uh, again. That's in the executive orders and on the books. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's right there. A PDD twenty five is uh, is buried in you know Clinton's archive. I mean, it it is there with the UN. The nation state doesn't even need to provide consent. He can just do it with a telephone call. Well, uh, uh, what would cause that scenario? Civil unrest, civil and again, war. Again, my listeners will be. Well, that's Bill Clinton. No, it's all on the books. Just because Biden might leave in a month or two years, it's law till it's repealed. It's on the books. It's all on the books, and 4350 itself is unconstitutional by declaring, essentially, uh, by their definition of extremism, it's called half of America, or the political opponents of the current regime that's in place. That right there is insightful and, and provocative of a civil war or a division in our nation. So they want this. They need this. But, Alex, you know, I do, I do need to say something. I need to make sure that I nail this, by the way, uh, because I don't want anyone coming after you, uh, because you had me on to talk about Dominion voting system. This is a fact that our nation's highest level attorneys that are looking into this told me, don't worry, don't worry about Merrick Garland either. You need to worry about also A.G. Barr. It is in the public domain that A.G. Barr, right before he assumed the position, what he didn't do was disclose whether or not he had a conflict of interest. Because every single attorney that's hearing our voices, they know that before he gave testimony, before the January 6th committee, uh, in opposition to President Trump, um, that he should have disclosed that. So that that's kind of egregious on in legal circles. But these are facts, and, and Domini can't no, I, I'm, I know, but I, I know you want to go after Barr and Garland, all of their minions. Big picture, uh, let me ask you, I want, your, I want your view on this. How do you think they trigger the martial law takeover? How do we stop it? You know, there's, uh, Alex, I, I keep hesitating. I keep avoiding answering that question. You know why? Because if I were to tell uh, your viewers right now that they need to pick up the phone and call their senators and call their congressmen and women, uh, those are the people that were seated with the machine that we know is election fraud for many, many decades. These people were put in place, whether they're Republicans or Democrats. We need to purge the system. We, you know what we need to do? We need to flesh out the ones that are going to stand up in opposition to this, uh, th- this 4350. You know, Marjorie Taylor Greene, she'll do it. I know she's going to be totally oppositional to this, especially the way they identify and target uh, extremists. How many Americans right now have somebody who is serving in the military? All families have someone somehow, some way. What, we're not to communicate with them because you might be waving an American flag? This is absolutely awful how they're dividing us and separating our military uh, from having any communication with uh, the general public. Here's another thing. 
They've also incorporated red flag laws. There's a, a fight out in the public for that. But guess what? That's right. There's red flag laws in this legislation, H.R. 4350. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's insanely evil. Sneaking that in, they're giving the uh, intel services and the general accounting office is authorized surveilling Americans to determine how uh, extremist organizations are funded. And uh, I'm going to say this, uh, and it's not just to, to plug Infowars. We have, we have to keep independent media open and alive. We have to be able to do subsequent visits between you and I to expose. What Jesse Trentadu told me six weeks ago, I can't talk about it right now. I'm under a gag order. PatCon, we need to inform the public of what Operation PatCon is. It's an FBI operation where they were setting up their own white nationalist extremist, you know, KKK organizations in order to, quote unquote, under the pretext of of investigating others. But they, they were breaking the law. We saw the, what they did in uh, in Michigan, uh, they're lawbreakers. In my case, up in Oregon, a Portland leftist jury uh, found that first batch of defendants, uh, they acquitted them. Why? Because the only people that broke the law were the FBI agents. We need true reform within uh, the Federal Bureau of Investigations. We've got a long history over and over again of many uh, false flag operations where the FBI has literally participated Bottom line, Pete Santilli, this shows they're desperate. How do people find your research and your show? Uh, you can go to thepetesantillyshow.com. PeteLive.tv is my website where you can tune into our live stream. And Alex, I want to overemphasize this point. Let me show this to you. I have this right here. I wanted to hold this up. Everyone needs to go buy one of these. Go buy a T-shirt, right? Alex Jones was right. Alex Jones was right for many decades. Here's your homework. Go watch a noble lie. Go watch a noble lie. Get educated. Alex Jones introduced me to that documentary. And let's keep Infowars open, flourishing, uh, and so that we can deliver the truth to the American people and even our elected officials that have no clue what is in a 3200. Do you think any of them read the bill? Oh, Alex they Jones? admit they passed the last spending bill in two hours. Thank you, Pete Santelli. I appreciate you joining us. Powerful information.